pride, passion, and pageantry of college football lives here. This is the Paul Feinbaum Show, Hour 4 Podcast. This might be college football, We are back, and uh, we had a call yesterday from one of our callers. Uh, obviously, <laughs> that's a surprise. We had a call from a caller. We had a, a call from Legend, uh, and the call literally got picked up by some of the uh, aggregating blogs because he took on the university. Uh, he took on he took the case for the University of Tennessee against the NCAA. Really, gra- it's, it's, it's interesting now that it used to be that the host of the show got quoted. Now it's the callers. Legend is next. <laughs> black hat, baby, black hat. You know how us <laughs> black hatters do. Man, it's always an honor to be on your show, Paul. And uh, man, I done got two invitations and two Tennessee quarterback clubs today. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you. Hey, I, I don't know. What, seriously, Legend. I, I used to when I was living there. I used to do a lot of those clubs, and they were fun. Um, I don't know why you're not like booked at all of them. Uh, you, you would you would be much better. Can you imagine who like let's say you're the quarterback club in Gadsden, okay? And you're trying to decide who you want. You want Mike Griffith or Legend? Oh, I'm going Legend. 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 Brat, legend. Bratton or Legend? Legend. You yeah, and by the way, I'm not going to insult other so. people that really can't handle the the insult. So I'm I I started at the top. <laughs> well, let me say this, Bob. My uncle called me today, and he said, uh, "Did you really defend UT last night? I can't believe this. Legend getting soft in his old age." <laughs> And I told him, I said, sometimes rivals have to put the sticks down when it comes to a monster capable of consuming us all, Paul. And you know as well as I know, we could wake up tomorrow morning and on the uh, Sports Center ticker, they might be 15 allegations against Alabama. You, you just don't know, Paul. And that's what's wrong with this thing, man. The NCA is a more corrupt organization than the American Mafia. Ooh. I mean, there's... There's no they there's no immunity, Paul. I mean they got all immunity. They got they got nobody watching over them. I mean they can do more or less they can do whatever they want. Ain't that ain't that the, ain't that the truth, Paul? They can do whatever the hell they want. Is that sure the truth they can. or not? Oh the yeah, truth? they they have uh, complete and total independence. Yeah, and I wanna tell you something. The rule of the jungle is either eat or be eaten. And these and this corrupt organization is trying to eat programs, man. And I don't appreciate it. They ought to be investigating Texas. Isaiah Bond showed up in a brand new Lamborghini. No. The day no. after saving Yeah. A brand new Lamborghini, Paul. Not a Mercedes. Not a Corvette. What does a Lamborghini a go for? Lamborghini. I mean, I, I was looking at one today. I mean, they're expensive, aren't they? How much? Uh, oh, three to four thousand. Oh, I I the guy asked me, he said, I can get it, I can get you a deal for three fifty, and I said, I'll... Yeah, they're, they're expensive. <laughs> they're expensive. And by the and way, uh, Caleb Downs is not driving anything. You know why? Why is that? They drive him. Yeah, yeah. I heard Seth McLaughlin today talking about he wanted to go learn to, under a new system. Maybe they'll teach him how to stop the damn ball up there. Yeah, he said he, he said he went to Ohio State so he could get, go to the NFL. The, it, <laughs> sorry, Tyler. 
Yeah, that ain't going to work there, Seth. And I, I say this right here, Ohio State's another program. I'm dropping dimes. That's right, NCAA. I'm on the hotline right now. You need to go investigate Ohio State. Urban Meyer's up there in the meat room talking about show them the money. Show them the money. <laughs> I mean, come on, you got some nerve to point out one school and try to come down on them when we all know there's about 12 brand-new SMUs out there on the market right now doing whatever, however, Hell the hell ever they need to do to get all the players they could get from whoever the hell they could get them from. And I'm going to throw Auburn in there too, NCA, on the hotline just because they Auburn. I don't even have to have an excuse. <laughs> hey, Paul. Oh, uh, Dalton Connect, another 30 point game last night. That dude's another Larry Bird, ain't he? You're right, sure is. I want to know this, though. Was the NCAA calling that game last night? I ain't never <laughs> seen a Tennessee opponent in the penalty with 10 minutes to go in a game, man. I ain't never seen that before. But I had to give South Carolina credit, man. They did something that kind of exposed Tennessee a little bit. When you take Connect, which really didn't have that great of a game, in my opinion, when you kind of take him out of the formula, Tennessee don't really have a second guy to go to. And uh, that might be their Achilles heel right there. But I'll say this about Kentucky. You ain't going to make no deep run in the NCAA tournament. I'm going to tell you why. You ain't got no John Wall point guard over there. The only time Kentucky's ever been great when they had a great quarterback at the point guard that could come down court and say, get out of the Z-man's way, he's got a mismatch. You ain't got nothing but a bunch of two guards with Reeves and Shepard and several other ones, and you never know who's bringing the damn ball up. I think Calipari has lost his damn mind, in my opinion. Go get you a great point guard and you'll have a chance. Georgia tonight. That's right, baby. Woo! The first play. Alabama Crimson tied up in the SEC with one loss, baby. Then they go to downtown tonight and be some dog ass tonight, baby. And take over sole possession of first play. And let me say this to you, NCAA, before I get off. Listen real close. Get up to the microphone. Pull your ear up. This is from all the fans in the nation. F you. Legend has left the build. <sighs> I didn't hear that. Johnny B is up next. <laughs> That's good, Legend. Uh, hey, uh, Alabama has a Mark Sears from right up here in northwest Alabama, and, and I'll put him up point guarding against anybody in the nation. Uh, we've been talking about, you know, all this, the NCAA infractions, and you know, you never know what they're going to hand down. And, and, and Legend mentioned Ohio State, but here's what I think would be funny what if, as punishment for Ohio State, they were stuck with Bill O'Brien for five years as a coach and make it, make it longer as a center <laughs> and Seth McLaughlin center for three more years? <laughs> I mean, 37 bad snaps in a year. I think that came from right off the SEC network. You'd be better with Sarah McLaughlin snapping and playing the piano at halftime, <laughs> taking up money for pets and stuff. To, <laughs> That's pretty but, funny. Hey, I just can't get over it. Oh, Dave must have drank his hair dye or something because you can't do all that spending that money and then hire Bill O'Brien and then bring in Alabama Center as if you're upgrading. Uh, well said, Johnny B. Thank you very, very much for the call. Let's uh, continue <laughs> with that dog is up next. Hey, Paul. How are you doing? We, we are doing great. Thank you. 
Hey, I just wanted to call. I'm not about any of these issues we've been talking about today, but I, I love your show. I'm a first-time caller. Thank uh, you. Watch it almost every day whenever I get home in time. But anyway, uh, the last couple of days, people have been saying, oh, so-and-so should be banned and blah, blah, blah. Hey, don't ban anybody. That, that, you know, I, I agree. Some of, some, some of your callers are I'm – not, I'm not calling anybody out specifically. Some of the callers are idiots. I get that. Some, I think, are drunk, okay? Some, I think, definitely should be on meds. But they're all hilarious. <laughs> Leave them. I love them all. They crack me up. I don't agree with them, but they crack me up. Don't get rid of anybody. That's all I wanted to say. And uh, go dogs. Woof, woof, woof. Hey, thank you very much. Really good to hear from you. Uh, Robbie is up next. Hey, Robbie. Hey, Paul. Actually, it's Robbie's mom. And the reason I wanted to say that, I want to give a shout out to my, uh, my, my little boy who's now in heaven. But he, you were the glue that enabled me to have a conversation with him because of your show. And now that he's passed away, I have a connection through you and your show that makes me happy. So, so there's so that. I wanted to that. thank you for that. Thank you. And then I wanted to say, give a little context. Back in the Logan Young era, I think I have a, a T-shirt somewhere in the closet that says the NCAA sucks in big, bold, crimson letters. And on the back, it says Fat, fat Phil uh, loves to squeal or something like that. I, I don't remember the circumstances of all that. But anyway, I might have to pull it out. because well, You know, I, I mentioned that I'm earlier. Now, that, that was really the beginning really? of the end of the NCAA. That was, that's the first time a school said, you know uh, what, we're not taking it anymore. Yeah, and so although I'm a diehard Alabama fan, Alabama graduate, we read the Post-Herald when you were there in Birmingham back in the when the planet was full of dinosaurs. But um, anyway, um, what was I going to say? Oh, oh, yeah, okay, so that's my context. So I'm a huge Alabama fan, but my son, Robbie, he would – I'm sure he's bowled over laughing with the news about Tennessee. I'm sure he's delighted. However, his mother, me – I am in full solidarity with the University of Tennessee and Dondre Plowman. Is she aptly named or what? Plowman, you plow that field. You stick it to him. But here's my concern about her, and I, I don't believe I've heard this yet on the show. I hope that the NCAA doesn't come out as more of a bully, as more of an instigator than they already are because of her gender. I fear that her letter, perfect as it was, might be seen as some sort of uh, his, female hysteria, which hopefully it won't be. But anyway, I, I just Robbie, don't I, I don't think that's. A, I, I, first of all, I I think it's an interesting uh, comment, but I, I think uh, today I don't think Don Plowman is going to have any problems because she was widely praised. I know from this perch for doing it the other way with Jeremy Pruitt. I mean, she threw that guy literally out the door. Uh, and, 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 and as quickly, and a lot of programs would not have done that. They would have stuck it out because he was still as goofy as he was. It wasn't losing him that hurt. It was the fact that by bringing the attention of the NCAA investigation, all these players from Tennessee departed. And, you know, it was also the end of Philip Fulmer. So right. I, I think she has enormous credibility. Oh, and I'm, I, I say, you go, girl. You go, girl. So, yay, Tennessee. This is the first time I've ever said this, but go balls, okay? And then secondly, changing the subject entirely, I think that it's so entertaining that these males 
come to you with their need for affirmation, for you to pat them on the head, the aptly named I man. I is his favorite pronoun. Um, and, you know, he, he, he brings that to you. Please pat me on the head. But the worst of all is Jim from Tuscaloosa. I just, you know, God bless him. I mean, for real. But um, I just wanted to bring that to your attention. And thank you most of all for all you've done to help me remember my son in a, in a positive way. And uh, roll tide, man. And uh, legend, I love you, man. I love you. All right. Talk hey, soon. Hey, I, I can't thank, thank you thank enough, you and, and I'm so glad that uh, we can remember your son uh, this way. Uh, you be well, and we'll talk to you very, very soon. We head to the break. A few more minutes remaining on a Wednesday night. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Is your schedule too packed to see a doctor about your erectile dysfunction? Well, with Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. They're changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and entirely online. Just answer a series of questions and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you free. No insurance needed. So what are you waiting for? Join the hundreds of thousands of trusted HIMS subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash Paul. That's HIMS.com slash Paul for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash Paul. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies on product and subscription plan. Here's the uh, player of the week. Alabama heading to Georgia. Georgia playing a lot better under Coach White. And you heard uh, our friend in Memphis a minute ago uh, come after I-Man. Other callers have as well. I think you know what that means. I-Man is next. Well, good afternoon there, Paul Feinbaum. How are you doing? Live from the capital city, the cradle of Confederacy, War Damn Eagle. You you know, (laughs) there's a rumor going around town here. I've had I don't know, 10 people come up. You got kicked off the Paul Feinbaum show? I told I get kicked off the Paul Feinbaum show every day. But what did I tell you, Paul? I told you I was going to call you every day for the rest of your natural life. I'm not going anywhere. And, and you know, this, this, this is something that amazes me, these people that talk all this stuff. This is the this is what separates me from those people that make those kind of comments like that lady and and the Peggy's and the Judy Judy Judy's of the world and, <laughs> and whoever whoever it is, what separates me from them is I'm a free independent thinking person, and they are so blocked stuck free man in Paris down unfettered and absolutely they are they they're sold out to some golden cow that they worship and they don't think for themselves. 
you know, if you come on here and say that 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 Jim is crazy and 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 I man is horrible. Oh, I agree with you, Paul. I agree. See, they're not. They they don't even have enough brains in their head to think for a minute. You know, when I come on here, my opinion is I'm acting just like them. If they're mad, I'm mad. If they're happy, I'm happy. But I, because I don't agree with them, then I'm, I'm, I'm all these things that they say, and Jim is, Squirrel is, uh, maybe a handful of others. Uh, but I, I just don't get it. They don't, they don't understand what they're listening to here. They are so bound to ask you something, get on the phone with you. you you've been asked a hundred times since uh, Saban quit. Well, what do you think about Alabama? What do you think about our coach? What do you think about it? I mean, they will be on hold, and somebody just ask you that. But they're determined because that's all their focus is. They want to talk. They want to ask Paul Feinbaum what he thinks, and you will tell them the same thing you told the last 1,500 people, and they don't get it. And then this guy, gig them, gig them, gig them. Who cares what you gig? I'll tell you what you can't gig. Well, this. you understand that that's the uh, that's the saying of the of the Aggies. Who cares about the damn Aggies? You know what? I had respect for the Aggie program till they hired Jimbo Fisher. Then I realized all that that little that little little saying they got was squash. It's just pure squash. When they hired Jimbo Fisher, forget that little creed they got and all that. To hell with all that. Oh, I mean, they're, we, they're, we got they're, ourselves they're an angry I man tonight. No, no, we're not angry. I'm just calling. I'm just talking. And and you know they, what what's wrong with the Aggies right now is they're scared to death of Texas. The eyes of Texas are looking straight at them, and there's nothing they can do. They've been they've been the stepchild of the Longhorns forever, and they're fixing to be again. And that's just the way it is. That's what we've always seen. When when A&M and Missouri, I think it was, came into the conference, we all thought A&M would do something, didn't we? We thought A&M would be competitive right up there in the thick of the race. And guess what? It was Missouri. It was Missouri that went to the SEC championship game, what, two, three times now? How long, twice, how many twice. Has, uh, Let's not get carried away. Twice. How many have the, how many of the Aggies been to? Uh, they're they're still oh. uh, they're still looking for their first appearance. That was a hell of a hesitation there, Paul. Well, I had to make sure. I mean, that was a <laughs> you you had to make sure you know this stuff off the top of your head. Paul, when are you going to write a book? And I mean, this is what the SEC. What no, no, no more no more books. I'm done with I'm done with that. You know where all the bodies are buried. Well, that's why I'm not. I, mean, uh, I was. I, hey, I mean, I was thinking about one a couple of years ago, and I was reminded that my body will be in there with the rest of the bodies. <laughs> yeah, but that'll be somebody else's book. I, I, I thought that that, that, that Zippo lighter wasn't worth the risk. <laughs> that Zippo lighter. Now we're back to the Zippo. I mean, you know, after all these calls and all these things that people have said about me, I, I really do feel. Hey, like but I the question I'm in isn't whether I'm. I've already written a book. Why, when are you going to write a book? I'm going to write a book about this show, and I'm going to get John Taltry from AL.com to help me on this. You really should, because and, uh, he's an excellent writer. Hey, do you remember that guy who did a book show. about 15 years ago uh, on the show? Oh, yeah. It was like for two hours of the show. It just kind of came in. Yeah, there. I mean, this is a true story. The name of the book was, what was the name of the book? Um, great Call. I can't remember. Because Yeah, Great I, Call. Because I, 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 there was a time when 
no matter how bad the call was, I would end the call by saying, hey, great call. <laughs> uh, I don't do that anymore. And this guy came down to see me. Uh, he said he was writing a, a magazine article. I spent about 45 minutes with him, and he did a book. And it was all about the callers, and including you, I mean, as you remember. Yeah, I believe so. I, I talked to him on the phone, I, I think. Oh, yeah. He, His name was uh, Tom Ward. He, yeah, that's By the right. way, the only that's reason exactly I know right. that, I've got about a thousand of those books in my attic right now that I'd like to unload. <laughs> you're still Would you like to them? Sell. Great call. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, you know, we, we can autograph all Anybody that wants a Christmas present, great call. Just just call us. We'll. You, here, here's what you do, Paul. You get those books and you ship them around to several of us, and we autograph them and give them to Peggy and Brenda and Judy, 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 and uh, maybe uh, a few of those other unfortunate people who barely, you know, they've been on hold. They've been been calling for 15 years. And, and you know, that that's another thing about these people. I've been calling you for years, Paul. They're going to ask you that same question they meant to ask you 15 years ago. And and you just kind of roll your eyes. You know, people, sometimes you just have to look at Paul. Watch his mannerisms when, when the screen goes back to him and he's looking down at the head. He's looking to his right. And what you're doing is you're looking at that collar board. And you've got to understand, ladies and gentlemen, Paul's a pretty sharp guy. He sees all this right in front of him. And he's thinking, nope, 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 nope. Uh, let's roll the dice on this one. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me, Paul? Can you hear me? Click. That, that's what he's doing. Watch his eyes, people, and you will understand a little bit more. But see, that's what you don't get. You don't get this show. You never got it. I mean, the, you can't even go to the store and buy this and give it to Mommer unless you're some guy. What's that guy's name? He, Mommer, I'm on TV. I'm drinking beer and peeing in the toilet. I'm on Paul Feinbaum. Come watch. You, you know. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. And we are back. Uh, final 30 minutes of our program, and William is up next from Maryville. Hey, William. Hey, hello, Paul. How are you? William from Maryville. Lose you? Uh, hey there. Paul. Hey there, I, I you know I wanted to comment on what Ralph Russo said because I take a little bit of issue with it, uh, and he, when he said that uh, you know the NCAA was just trying to rein in the Wild West. Well, you know when you Paul, when you've created chaos in a relationship, you, you better solve it with a carrot, not with a stick. 
And, you know, the NCAA has created or allowed all this chaos to be created, and they can't come in and then start punishing people. And, you know, the, the whole notion of an ex post facto rule or regulation or law is, is inherent that, that, you know, if, if you don't have intent to violate a rule or a regulation that you're subject to, you shouldn't later be punished for it because somebody says, well, you should have realized that this was a bad thing. And, uh, you know, I think Tom Mars and his response for Spire last night raised a very good point, and that's that, you know, the collective contracts with the athletes are third-party contracts not subject to NCAA uh, jurisdiction. And all of a sudden, the NCAA is coming in and saying, well, you know, we're going to, we're going to, you know, interfere with this contract. And I think their biggest smokescreen is in their comment, which they said, well, everybody, all the members agree that, that NIL should be an inducement to, to signing uh, with a particular school. You know, that just belies common sense, Paul. It is an inducement. No athlete worth his or her salt is going to walk into a situation and not know what their NIL parameters could be and as long as the NCAA avoids you know avoids the realities of the economy and market demand and and you know sets up these little uh, these little fictions I think they're going to lose and I think they deserve to lose they can't read the room right Paul so uh, I'm curious what you thought of the NCAA's reaction which was more in keeping well, I, with the current I, I thought- mode but still unusual well, you know, but they, they they said, well, we don't normally talk about litigation, but you know, we we all our members support this and support that, and and I don't believe that's true, especially at the elite levels, and I don't believe that the realities of the economic model for NIL and college football support that, and you know, you can't just say, well, you know, we're going to come in now and try to void all of these contracts between these collectives and these individuals. They have no jurisdiction to do that. And, you know, if I'm a, a young person that signed a contract with a collective, I want the collective to pay me regardless of what the NCAA says, Paul. And and you know, they've allowed this to happen. The courts have, have paved the way for it to happen. And like you've said numerous times, under former leadership, they were incompetent. And now it seems like this Baker uh, uh, politician, you know, wants to uh, get on the bully pulpit, pulpit of uh, the New York Times. Yeah, I I feel like maybe I was the only one who picked up on that. But it's when and and I have not heard a denial and I know it's I know it's a fact. But when you when you leak something to The New York Times, that is agenda based. William, you've been in politics. You know why? You know why I said that? Yes, sir. And and especially from a you know, you're talking about the a reporter that's used to covering the federal electric elections commission is also all of a sudden covering the SEC. And, uh, uh, you know, maybe, you know, Baker is just trying to get Congress to act, but I don't think this is the way to do it. And, you know, I am curious why the Commonwealth of Virginia joined in with Tennessee in a lawsuit filed in the Eastern District of Tennessee. I'm I'm curious. uh, So answer me this, since you're you're an attorney in that district. Um, In federal court, give us the give us the lay of the land there. Well, it's going to be assigned probably to a senior judge and, you know, and there's very good, very good federal judges and there's very, you know, established rules and, and, uh, you know, it's going to be at a much higher level than in most state courts as far as the, the lawyering and the, and the, 
jurisprudence. And, uh, you know, now it is, you know, it is a judge. It's a lifetime appointment that uh, lives in this community. Now, are they going to try to take it somewhere else? Possibly. Um uh, I'm not. I mean, I'm not read the lawsuit. I need to try to find it on on Pacer. But uh, uh, you know, it it it. I could see a judge looking at the NCAA and saying, you know, you've just gone too far. You, you've just, you know, you're violating basic due process. You've got you're making threats against institutions. And you know, if anybody out there thinks that, that they're going to let Tennessee just do this alone, they need to realize that you know, but for the grace of God, there go I, Paul. I mean, who's next? You know, they've gone after Florida. They've gone after Florida State. And I'm sure they've got a laundry list. And everybody needs if, to if join together. If you're an attorney to, general in Georgia, Florida, wherever, uh, how do you get involved in this? Well, I think I think you publicly announce you support it. I think, you, you know, okay. you, you join in on, you know, on, on, on the briefing. You maybe join in as a party. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I, again, I've never given that a whole lot of thought. But I do think that the, the public sentiment uh, – is important for the major players in college football to uh, to join together and uh, uh, you know and realize that that you know the, the markets at play now, Paul, because of all these contracts and you know people owe these young athletes money, and I don't think the young athletes should uh, you know should say well we're not I'm not going to get my money so I'm just going to forget about it because the NCAA says that uh, you know says we did something wrong under a rule that nobody understood, Paul. Well said. Uh, William, thank you very, very much. William calling us from Maryville. Let's check in with Ron in Virginia. Hello, Ron. Paul? Virginia is for lovers. Yes. And we don't love the NCAA. Okay. And I'll tell you why. It just seems like all of a sudden when a team does pretty good like Tennessee – Ohio State, Michigan, go SMU, go way back, Bear Bryant, whatever. They got to come in and r- throw a wrench in and ruin the the whole season. Here's how I feel. Okay, the SEC and the Big Ten are the huge of everybody. I'm talking about money. It's chump change compared to the NCAA. I would like to see the Big Ten and the SEC take all their lawyers and all their money and kick the NCAA out of college football. It's ridiculous, okay? If if a coach gives a, a, a recruit a ride on an airplane, who cares? If they buy him a hamburger, who cares, okay? Just put a salary cap on the NIL and kick the NCAA, Paul, clean out. We don't care. The fan base, Ohio State, Michigan, Tennessee, Alabama, does not give a doggone crap about the NCAA. Those people all need to get a new job, do something else. Thank you for having me on, Paul. Love your show. And roll tide and go Buckeyes. AJ is up next. You know, Paul, it's pretty sad where this sport's gone to over the last two or three years, three or four years, you know, short short period of time. Uh, you'd have thought it'd taken years to destroy it, but it happens overnight. But you got – you know what the NCAA stands for, Paul? 
Non-competent ass association. They're a bunch of non-competent ass association. That's all they are. Bunch of big wigs sitting up in there making $600,000 a month of salary, logged in over there on Wi-Fi over at Starbucks, waiting on their girl, their little girlfriends because their wives won't even be with them anymore because they know how incompetent they are. They hang out down there at Hooters and eat lunch and pick up the girls. Hell, Paul, they can't even govern their own self. How are they going to govern the whole body of football and then the whole league all in general? It's not going to happen. It's pathetic. And this is my message to you, bunch of non-competent, ass-associated idiots. Y'all need to do something. I need to tell you this, okay? All you big wigs sitting in there with your pimp ties on, wake up and smell the damn coffee. Over and out, Paul. We will uh, do that over and out right after this. More phone calls straight ahead. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. And the clock is ticking, and uh, Logan is up next. Oh, I'm sorry, Paul. i got to make it fast. Uh, I just want to say what a great show today. There's uh, some great legal things that I learned. Um, so it's going to be interesting. I don't really know. I don't have anything to say about that because I have no idea really what's going on, just from what you guys have said. But um, – I just wanted to tell you, man, on you're on SEC Plus right now, and always when you're on there, I like to talk a little bit about mellow stuff, and I was going to say, man, I need to get you that Neil Young archives for script, subscription. Oh, uh, so I've not heard uh, that. Uh, what is, 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 it, is, it, is it everything that he hasn't uh, – I mean, is it pretty expansive? It's pretty much everything he's ever done okay. and stuff that you've never even heard before. And he adds stuff to it. It's amazing, Paul. Okay. So I wanted to gift that to you. And, and I think yeah, you I'll, can, you I'll, can I'll probably think that. I'm I'm a, young fan. I have not heard. Uh, I go through uh, periods when I'm, 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 a, I'm a little bit uh, more pop uh, pop rock right now than, than uh, oh. classic. But, Are uh, you a Swifty? Uh, I'm afraid to admit that I am, yeah. <laughs> So is Taylor Swift going to be at the Super Bowl? Do you know? Are you, uh, she will are you be. Yeah, she, uh, she told me. Uh, I was talking to her last night. She was concerned about this Tennessee I, thing, so she called me. Okay, and she, you, I'm sure you laid her fears and said I, it's okay. I, I told her I didn't really have time to talk to her, uh, but uh, I would. Uh, I'd have Randy call her. <laughs> okay, good. That's nice, man. Randy needs. Uh, he needs something to do every once in a while, but. Uh, Randy is yeah, jealous. man. Uh, yeah, yeah, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, like I mean, the fairy tale. What what else can you say, Paul? Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I just figured tale. all the guys she's dated, from the Kennedy, uh, Connor Kennedy, to uh, John Mayer, to uh, who was the actor uh, Guggenhall or whatever his name is. Uh, mm, yeah, Gyllenhaal. Hall, uh, yeah. Harry yeah. Styles, and she ended up mm-hmm. with some meathead football player. Exactly. Yeah, tied in. Well, like, well that- I think what all those songs on? she wrote about uh, sitting in the bleachers and not being the, the cheerleader, I think it finally got to her. Yeah. <laughs> so now she gets to be a cheerleader behind the glass. She's going to do a remake of uh, Toby Keith. How do you like me now? Yeah. How do you like me now? Oh, God, Paul. And, okay, well. I heard that, well, I heard I'm that waiting song for that today. One. It wasn't like I'm going through the uh, – although Toby Keith is a big Oklahoma fan, so I'm starting to get a little more uh, – Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, he definitely is. Uh, 
His music, on the other hand, leaves something to be desired. But uh, he's um, uh, the the polite way is he's seen better days. But he he's also going through a uh, a serious illness right now. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think, well, he, has stu- I think he has stomach cancer. Oh my God. Okay. Well, damn. Two yeah, days and, and in a the row. Reason, bad there's karma. a reason I know all that. Um, and uh, yeah, are you we're, friends we're, with? We're doing a show in, uh, in 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 Norman later in the year, so we were. Uh, I'm a little bit more geared in than I would normally be on on Toby. Uh, okay. Yeah, because I haven't heard that. That's that's interesting. I'm sure it's out there. I just haven't heard it. I don't follow him that closely. But yeah, well, I hope, I, hope he, I hope he gets better. That's terrible. I, I didn't mean to, uh, to knock him hey, too bad. By the way, bad. back to Neil Young. Yeah. I feel like I'm talking to Neil Young right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the needle and the damage done, Logan. Yeah, that's me. That's uh, the needle uh, that like I needed yesterday. Sun. Yeah. It, the damage was done with not eating enough sugar, so it was a low so sugar are you, thing. Are you no okay from, uh, from an insulin uh, sugar standpoint now? Yes, sir. I am great. I appreciate okay. you guys, man. Take care of yeah, me, man. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Just told I'm me good. You could, now that you you have your insulin situated, you can go live on Sugar Mountain. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast.